0: Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you
1: are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mike. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media.
2: Hey, y'all. Today, we are bringing you part one of our one year celebration. If you didn't get to catch the live Facebook recording last week, here we have it for you just in time for you to check it out. Hopefully you like it. Part two will be next week. Listen in.
0: Look, we literally
2: said <laughs> we literally said we did an episode. Remember we did an episode that talked about you setting goals around leaving uh, work?
0: <laughs> well, this came down. We in a pandemic. Like I sh- even more reason to set those boundaries and leave. <laughs> If you only knew, people are. I, I left people at work. I believe. Yeah, so, I bet. Yeah, i folks been at like nine and ten. Here I am tipping out at six, like, all right, y'all. <laughs> and I'm See, See y'all tomorrow. Boundaries, <laughs> <Down
1: underneath>, guys.
2: <laughs> yes, it's hard, oh. though. I can't imagine just. Especially y'all that's in education, that is in the university setting. Like, I know both of y'all, you know, just I can't imagine just the workload, what y'all are managing, what y'all are dealing with on a day to day
0: basis. Yeah, so. it's, not fun. it's not fun. Like, I can't even sugar. I like I had. <laughs> no, usually you can put like a nice. re. Erica's really good at it. So you can put like a nice reframe. reframe. On something. <laughs> Today, I didn't have it. I was like. I don't, I don't have nothing, no platitudes. <laughs> like I <got> listen, no.
1: <laughs> I literally logged in to teach my class with my pajamas on, no makeup, did not sheen, shine, wet, comb my hair. And I was still in the bed. I was like, listen. <laughs> It's there are, time time, there are things happening in my life right now that I just I can't get into, <laughs> but we the don't have I'm gonna lay in the bed. I'm I'm look. I'm here. I am here. So gonna I'm, you... I'm, I'm going to give y'all this whole 99.8% today because I don't have 100. I don't have 100.
0: You're doing good and, with 98. So. Girl,
1: listen. You're
0: doing good with well, 98. Well, now we can get
2: going. Yeah. We were just stalling. Eric and I were doing a horrible job at stalling. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we didn't talk about the
2: weather. <laughs> How's the weather, Doing, you know, those conversations that you have with your client and taking them back to your office. You can't yeah, be too it. How is depth, the weather out there. out there?
0: Okay. okay. Did you have trouble finding a the building? Like it's my right. third time
2: here. commute? No. <laughs> That's the conversation yeah. we were having, but okay. <laughs> we can now jump we have- in and get started now. So thank you all for joining our one-year celebration. Um, we are super, super excited to be here um, with y'all as three Sykes in the mic. Um, and we're just going to have a really good time tonight. Um, we don't have like a specific topic, but we're going to talk a little bit about just like favorite episodes, the favorite part of being uh, a part of this podcast. Um, we're going to have some special guests pop in and spend some time with us. And so hopefully, y'all are in for a good time. Um, feel free to chat with us. Leave some comments about your favorite episodes, your favorite moments of listening to the podcast, how it's been useful for you. And um, we'll try to address each of those comments.
1: And yeah. feel free to ask us questions about ourselves. I think a lot of people. That don't know us, don't know us. <laughs> um, and so, if you have some questions uh, just about who we are outside of three Sacks and a mic, um, this will be a good time for you to get to know us as well. We'll yeah. answer any questions within reason.
2: <laughs> within reason. <laughs> You're like the disclaimer queen. You're like
1: I within would, reason. <laughs> quick, quick.
0: <laughs> just
2: in case. Just in case. Well, I know we always kick off episodes with talking a little bit, just kind of a little check-in. So I guess one of the a check-in that I have for you guys is, I mean, it's not like a real check-in. It's kind of like, how was your weekend? What was your favorite part of the long Labor Day weekend? <laughs>
1: um, well, I already mentioned this in our stall session, but I did my fall decor shopping. And I'm Ooh. so excited. i My house is about to be covered in pumpkins of, oh, of a variety God. of colors. <laughs> um, um and i oh doggone it that just reminds me i forgot to go pick up my foliage today um so anyway yes i did my fall decor shopping i have become that person um, that decorates for various holidays i know we've had this discussion Mm -hmm. april because april was like something about kitchen towels is about (laughs) that's about the most
0: yeah i was was gonna say what could i probably could buy some more towels that's the extent of my
1: decorating for how seasonal decorating
0: Girl, yeah, listen, I'm up so
1: here so trying so to figure it out right. now. I need to put some stuff above the kitchen cabinets. I've oh, been on Pinterest. Room, I have seen Love so much it. I'm stuff. I'm so I excited. Deal. You yes, and I'm
2: ready for my mom. scarecrow, my scarecrow, my little scarecrow man out in the yard for fall. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> no,
0: so that funny. was my. I was just part. so against it growing up. That's a, That's good. Getting your house fall ready and the weather. I don't know what it was down there, but it was a little had a nice. I want. I don't want to call it a chill because it wasn't a chill in the air. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't it was hot as hell this right. morning, so it was nice. Yeah, yeah, it um, wasn't nice had an amazing Labor Day weekend um, <laughs> and I, I, had to deal with the, I had to fight off a lot of guilt because like I said, just work, there's a lot going on at work mm-hmm. um, and not just like work the institution because institution, but I know like my colleagues are yeah. like seven days a week, six days, like 12 hour days. And I'm like, all right, y'all, well, I'll see y'all on Tuesday. <laughs> but, um, but I, I recognize, I've, I've said this before, guilt is a choice. Not that I'm choosing to feel guilty, but that that's a manufactured emotion because I'm looking at Mm -hmm. other stuff. So I had to like keep talking myself like, no, you 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 earned time off. You have Every put in work day day. throughout the time, not just pandemic time. So anyway, but I, I went down to um, Virginia, uh, Richmond. I spent the weekend in Richmond. It was my first time there. Um, definitely first time driving. And it wasn't that bad. And it was just I was sharing this with a friend that as an adult, you don't get many new experiences like, mm-hmm. you know, so like it was just really nice to have a completely novel experience of a new state, a new city, a new neighborhood, looking at like um like just the restaurants and the vibe of the city and getting to figure out like the culture. It was really cool because I think I had some preconceived notions about Richmond, like I'm about to be seeing a Confederate flag on every uh <laughs> storefront. But ironically it was a lot of Black Lives Matter pretty mm-hmm. much on it was starting to look like yeah, one of my yeah, friends man. called it like the mark of um what was it that you had to put the blood on your door to so that oh, the wave oh. will pass over you. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, it was sort of like, was this sort of keep you know people from busting up your shop, or do y'all really believe?
1: Right, a little bit of both, right?
0: But it was Uh,
1: driving to West Virginia, you would have (laughs) thought your expectation might have been met if you hit West Virginia. I don't see myself
0: going past
1: Richmond. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: That's cool. I saw that, I saw you went to a vineyard, I was like, yeah. So, just and all we just and we did a you know COVID appropriate trip. Everyone got tested beforehand. We kept masks on. Only ate outside. So it still was different, you know, pandemic stuff. But it was just also a good reminder that life still goes on. You know, you just gotta adjust, Mm -hmm. Um, but you can't stop living because the world is ending and we end up we in (laughs)
1: purgatory. <laughs> right cuz we didn't make the first ship and we, we,
0: we did not if you make listen the
1: first to the WAP and Covid chronicles <laughs> episode we were not taken up in the rapture so if you're down here listening to this episode neither did you um <laughs> you stuck down you here with it. us we you didn't make it the first go around um uh-huh. I, the maker whomever you know your maker to be he decided that you were we're still percolating they're still working on your growth um so you're you're down here with the rest of us, you know, trying, us. trying it yeah. out, and ho- hoping you get called the next time. So
2: down here with the riffraff, here, just like are. here I am. <laughs> <laughs> here
0: we are. Down
1: here
2: with the riffraff. Um, I had a pretty good weekend. I was determined to have a great, restful, but still like get out and do things weekend. Mm. Um, so it was oh, really good. <laughs> The um, Black is Beautiful art exhibit that they oh, had here um, the at Columbia.
0: How is it?
2: It was so good. It was really good. I mean, it was um, basically focused around photography um, in like the 60s, 70s. So it was great. It was awesome to see just Black life. Um, being portrayed in like different spaces and like just in different ways, which was really great. Um, It was so funny because I went with a friend and I was like, it really looks like if you look at these pictures, you would not know that they were back in the 70s. It looks like. which i thought was really cool because it just means that we are kind of going back to just like that natural movement of just black is beautiful you know we don't have to appropriate other cultures or anything like that we can just be who we are and allow ourselves to just kind of stand proud in that so that was really fun to do um and then the other great part of my weekend was the p valley season finale so
1: (laughs) I feel like no, I'm the only person who has not started watching this show. <laughs> I need no, to catch up for no, I don't, I don't you. know. You are not yeah, by yeah. But I feel like yeah. I need you. Because, I mean, with the recaps that I, I have been getting from people who are watching, I feel like I'm missing out on like a cultural moment.
0: Man, it's so good. It's so good. I, I like to wait until the show is over so I can watch can can the whole thing. Yeah. That makes See,
1: sense. I like that, but then I get really mad because it's over, and then I'm ready. I want to, I need the next season, like right here. I, I need it to just keep going. In fact, I need Hollywood to just get in the bubble. Right? Um, everybody go ahead and get tested. Y'all get in the bubble. Isolate them, have your own medical staff, own own set. See y'all can keep cranking out this stuff because we are at home. Right. Watching. And I need I need yeah. y'all to keep up. I don't need these breaks and seasons. I need keep I need to you the to the keep moving. Keep, keep in moving. the bubble.
2: Because I believe I would prefer actors and actresses to be in a bubble more than NBA players. That's just me. <laughs> I
1: think you might but, be alone, but you might make up a small portion of the population because I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who are struggling right now with this lack of a football season. I will say I, I, do, I, I do miss That excitement, that build up to to football season, it it really has kind of put a damper on the fall. I mean, fall and football just just, it just goes together. As I was doing my fall decor shopping, I hesitated and did not buy something that said fall and football because I was like, it's It's not gonna
2: happen.
3: No.
2: Yeah. yeah, I feel you. I, I'm, I'm sad that we're not building up the homecoming season. I will say that. So check on all your friends who went to HBCU. We,
3: we are, are not OK. okay.
0: <laughs> I was looking through my photos, and I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be a Labor Day classic with my dad talking junk, because we, we are rival schools, and I uh-huh. always have to sit on the Alabama State side, because that's where he has uh, <laughs> the ticket, so I'm always the lone Tuskegee fan in the whole yes, Alabama yes. State section, but it's fine, because I I'm I hold my own on the, in the talking yeah. junk. <laughs>
1: like there's so much more than just the football that we're missing about football season. That's true. So much more. Half time. Okay. That's
0: true. That's true.
1: So I know we don't have a topic that we had decided on, but it was something that that Shari mentioned. And I know that, you know, initially this podcast was created to, you know, kind of be a fun, but informational, educational podcast. you know, podcasts about mental health. And one of the things that you mentioned about the art show was the fact that Black people don't have to, you know, appropriate other cultures. And one of the things that has been out, um, I don't know if you all have been familiar with, was there's been more and more white women that have been outed for for basically pretending to be Black, brown women. So this is, Um, it goes beyond the Rachel Dalazal. And I think the new lady was a Jessica Krug. Jessica Krug. She wrote articles. She um, is what university was she at? Was it George Washington? George George Washington University. She has been very outspoken um, about being a um, Black Puerto Rican woman. And this girl is a straight up white Jewish woman from... Wow. Was it I Kentucky? Something. She I think it in. was... Girl, listen, don't get me to lying about where she's from. I All I know well. is she is from she is from Whitefield. <laughs> um, and so it's really brought a lot of conversation up in the academic community mm-hmm. because she's you know, you, you hear this commentary about, you know, um jobs being taken and things like that. And here we have we, black people, and I wanna say, especially in academia we already have a difficult road ahead of us in trying to move forward and get ahead. And you're talking about, this is a white woman who has taken positions in areas around um just like uh black brown culture and mm-hmm. taking those things from people who have actually lived and did the work um wow. and the only reason why she came out was because she was being challenged by another um another professor afro uh, latina woman yep. and when it, yes and when she was wow. about to be outed she wrote a whole piece and outed herself and like even use our language again like i'm canceling myself ma'am first of all i'm gonna need you right now to stop appropriating like you, you are not first of all i'm gonna need you to take your foundation back to walgreens <laughs> i'm gonna need you to re-dye your hair to she don't no want black opal. Girl, she done went and got some black opal <laughs> and a little bit of Queen Latifah and slapped it on that skin.
0: I and- just want to meet the black people she was around. And this is the same thing I said about Rachel and not trying to, you know, blame the people who've been hoodwinked. But when I saw her picture, I'm like, y'all didn't. So nobody. nobody. Like, so what's side? I mean, and I get it's tricky because you can't, and I feel, honestly, I feel like she's making it hard on all my light skin friends because <laughs> now, you know, my biracial, my, my biracial sisters and brothers are, are multiracial. Now they were like, now you're making it hard. People are going to be looking at me it hard. hard. And,
3: because-
0: and,
1: I'm and different told. arguments that I've heard around this is that the the reason why things like this can happen and continue to happen, and another woman has been outed as of two days ago. I, one Wait, of the, the, the argu- yes, hell yes. no, I'm sorry, heck no. So now <laughs> it's like they're coming out of the woodworks. I said, you know what? I I I, I promise y'all. Nobody that I have ever encountered better come out the woodwork because I'm going going to find you. Interesting. I'm going to find you and I'm going to confiscate your foundation and all of your African attire that I know you have. I am. But but hold on. So the argument has been (laughs) the problem that the reason why these women have been able to successfully not only just pass somehow but because we have been told for so long like black looks like anything you know mm. that we have to accept if somebody says yo great great grandmama um mm. with, with black we're supposed to be like when well, is she black no yeah not necessarily people like and so we and so my thought what are your thoughts this is i already had so, some, a lot of visceral reactions to all of this I, and i read her letter and i was like ma'am
0: so I read her letter me. first. I read her article or blog post first before I knew the backstory, and I got a little. I was thinking like, we don't need to share this. Don't make this woman famous. Like, mm-hmm. I, had no one shared this, I would not have even known her. Because I'm like, well, you know what's going to happen? She's going to get interviewed. She's going to end up. Yeah. She's going to get a documentary. Like, she's going to get the same treatment. Rachel yeah. on. They're going to get famous. You've already exploited the culture once. Now you're about to really bank off of it. And yeah. the fact that she did a Medium article, I'm like, if she was so sad or, you know, taking a, or being atoning for what she did, why not email your department? I don't need to see department this. You, or you the student As a Black woman does not really affect me that much. Yeah. It's the people in your circle. So why do you need to yeah. put this on a national publication? So everybody her article
2: else was about rem- being remorseful?
0: Yeah. Oh, she was like, I'm not a culture vulture. I'm a culture leech. and I mean, she went in on the self deprecating. She time. was
1: basically trying to do it before anyone else. Because, I mean, oh, she knows. She was out it. She knows the it depth of cancel culture. So she Before knew she like I it. needed to do this, but even still, she gave herself a platform, even in yeah. even
0: in her even in her even in her girl.
1: apology,
0: she she propped herself up to benefit off of it. Mm-hmm. So For my sure. next thought it, it went back to a tweet I saw that you ever noticed that real imposters never have imposter syndrome. Of um, course, it's never Say the it people who are out here faking who struggle with like because you. <laughs> And it, it, first of all, it's also like, do you realize how strong white privilege is or white women's privilege is? That's the part that I'm you so don't confused get to about. Benefit, even when you're lying about being black, you still are. Because right. I'm sure it was her because she still presented as a white woman or passing or biracial, which I'm probably yeah. sure probably helped her advance in her career. So that was my initial thought like, damn, white privilege is strong. Like, That you get to parade as
2: a woman of color, like a black woman, a Latina woman, and you still get to benefit from white privilege. Like that is so baffling.
1: Benefit and have whole ranch, basically like belittling and putting down other black women in the process. And the thing that really just took it there for me is that in her letter, she it, it was being she was flavoring meant like she needs to work on her mental health stop it I, i'm no
2: so it's, she was using that as as her way of saying this is what this is why
0: mm-hmm. i chose
2: to do this
0: yes danielle you cannot even be a black <laughs> you can even be a black white woman and benefit yes yeah, wow. right. so well, what, so Erica, what would you do if this was a client that showed up to your your practice and this? not punch her in
1: the face? No, oh, you <laughs> can't
0: punch her
1: in my head. So I would have a whole Easter moment. So, my, <laughs> Easter, my Easter moment, all of the stuff that would play before the reality happens, my Easter moment was, I'm gonna that I says We're gonna remove all, all of that black opal foundation and we're gonna get that pink eye. And we're going to let the reality <laughs> shine through. And then, you know, I'll return back to life. And then I'm going have to have, a conver- we gonna have to have a conversation. We're going to have to have a conversation. We're going to have to have, to have right. a conversation. And and you are going to ha- It's just it's so much the harm. That's My what I was issue is I I, I, need, I need less focus to be on her at this point. And I need to know all of the Black, brown people that she has harmed. Yeah. And yes. what is going to be done there's right. no way to to me is to repair right. what he has done, but there needs to be. Some type of attempt, you know, because I'm reading things from my students and people that she has mentored that are devastated by this.
2: Yeah, for sure. And and that's what I would prefer other than not her doing a medium article, but her department doing a medium article to talk about just like the harm that could be caused or has been caused to her students and her coworkers and just the department in general. You know, yeah. um, because that's the part that needs to be discussed. We don't really care about your room remorse.
4: Mm-mm. You right. know,
2: um that that's not that shouldn't be front and center. Nope. Shouldn't be at the at the front of this whole story, you know. Um that's so interesting. And it's really interesting that more people have started to come out, more white women have started to come out and say, uh-huh. I too
0: have been Rachel Dolazaling, y'all food." <laughs> but, like, why not just do the uh what's the just do Iggy, Iggy Azalea or Azalea? Just go her just right. Iggy Azalea. I mean, like, there are things we've had crossovers. So you literally
2: could still be you and still cross over like that's that's something that we've done. Black people are very generous. We invite people to the cookout all the time
0: too damn you right. know which is uh, why I wonder of the the like the it's deeper like to want to give up your privilege to be a don't get me wrong, I love being a black woman i would never be I would never want to be anything else, but if I had to like compare white Jewish women. Black American woman, like, if I'm thinking of privileges, so my thing is like, so you wanted to take on an identity so that you can then take up like the activist role so that you can then like, yeah. oh, I'm so oppressed. Look at me and look, like, it's like, I'm trying to think of it like mentally, what is happening in these women's right. lives. Like, and then mm-hmm. again, I want to see the people who they were around. Cause at least with Rachel Dolezal, she was what in Washington. So I was like, well, right. maybe I don't know what black people like in Washington, so maybe I she, she, up there. she, yeah. But
1: in well, the south, somebody would have asked, "Who your people? Who are your people? Yeah, who are your folks? you would. Well, well, so but she cut, she cut her family off to maintain mm-hmm. this life. of
0: course, of
1: course, it's right? So From her family.
0: Yeah. Um, so do you all think this can only happen in because I'm noticing a trend? Well, no, because Rachel wasn't academia. Is this a is academia like a No. Green
1: you remember or? a year or so, maybe it might have been one or two years ago where this was coming out in these like influencers? Remember yeah, we they had yeah, they were black facing. So
0: but they right. weren't claiming to be black. They were trying to be racially ambiguous because in the influence if yeah. you're black, like there's a limit of
1: how much money you're
0: gonna make. Like but to,
1: but to me, isn't that isn't that saying I'm going to try to pass I'm a, I'm going to let the deception happen like it to me is is that one of those a lie by omission versus commission or whatever it still, the word?
0: it's still deceptive but I think there's a difference in saying I am a black Puerto Rican woman versus sure. I'm gonna
2: let y'all assume right this isn't new though I mean if we think about um sociological research um that was done like back in the past a lot of white researchers decided to don themselves as black putting but they you know put on black face and things like mm-hmm. that to be a part of black culture to see what it was like so it's not something new um but I think the depths of which is done. Like I'm going to live this life. Right. Like I'm going to put on this full new persona because that's basically what it is. I'm putting and on a full new persona. Getting? Like right. Because what are the
0: benefits? Examples, it's I'm trying to get an article or a yeah. book or a story. But like you live in however many years. Like what do? You, what's your end goal here? Right.
1: I oh, mean, it's my mother. For her nose. From my understanding, is for her nose to be accepted. Anybody? Am I? <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like this was this was a thing. She did not have a European nose.
0: Wait, is that she really mm-hmm. said that? Oh, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. So much. You I got just it. From well, a moral. all The moral
2: involved. of this story is: if you know anybody who is Rachel Dollars Island point
0: them out,
1: please i people people yes, what's yes, going to
0: happen is our brothers sisters and brothers and multiracial, they about to get hit with folks <laughs> coming at them crazy. <laughs> Asking for pictures <people, laughs> like, like, who who your,
1: <laughs> your people? Who your people? You know what? So, <laughs> that's, that's all right. Just walk around with your yearbook picture. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? This this, this right, like, it's, not you like their, it's not like they started in there it's not like they started in there i'm sorry i'm on one like, because this thing just really you
2: are it you set are me, I was
1: like you know what as much as nothing- we have to endure as black women yeah here you come and how much the fresh? first of all it's <laughs> like you, you 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 took on my persona and then cried white tears
0: Girl, no, I'm, I'm done. Wells.
1: <laughs> <their laughs> <whales.
2: laughs> no all right you guys well we are gonna okay, shift we gear
3: going
2: to look at all. <laughs> are at? Yeah. we are go- Corey Corey's is one of us Corey's one of us we are going to shift gears you guys we have our very first guest here to visit us and so for everybody who's not here um this amazing amazing psychologist was a part of episode 13. Does it matter if you are black or white? And how timely is it to bring in an amazing, amazing white woman who stands in her whiteness? And- <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Doctor Sarah Bright. Yay!
4: It's so lovely to see your faces. Hi,
2: it's Dr. so good to Sarah. have you. And I am
4: white. I'm all white. <laughs> I grew up white. My yearbook pictures are white.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I was looking for your book. Oh, <laughs> you
4: probably have that next to me. Yes, um, you yes. did. Yeah, hang one second. I was like, where, where is the book?
1: I, I was going yes. to like, hold it That's up. And saying. Saying. Yes, okay. so Dr. Well, Wright has an
2: amazing, amazing book. So, so an amazing yes. book. Yes.
1: Redefining Trauma. Yes, it's on Amazon? <laughs> I've heard some great things about it already. Thank
4: you. Excellent reviews. I went out and read them. <laughs> I will say, um, too, one of the things that I, I would love to hear. Hi. Um, I loved all your <laughs> conversation. I love I'm, I wish I could have tuned in sooner and man, all the things that are going on. I love that Rachel Dalzalling has now become a verb. I right.
0: <laughs> But we got a
4: thing to call it. How sad that it is a cultural movement. Yeah. I'm watching the comments and yeah, I think quite frankly, white people have a really hard time sitting in the atrocities that white people have done. Yes. And here's the so other one. So they let me go be black. Well, it's like well, I think that it's people still want something to belong to, and so yeah. I saw one of the comments that um, that when everything we have, even our supposed benefit from suffering, and yeah. one of the things I see in cultures of color is community.
3: Mm.
4: And as yeah. a white person, and so even when we talk about white people, I don't have pronouns to use for white people because mm. I don't want to say we. That doesn't feel <laughs> so good. I don't want to say them because the white.
1: Right. Right. Yeah
4: so i just keep calling them white people yeah <laughs> me what, too sarah
1: what it's, what you do so interesting too sarah that you that you mentioned the the concept of like the community because we have the community and we don't have the benefit of our hi- historical uh, demographic makeup and and and, yep. and and i was just saying to my husband We were watching something and I said, you know what's really sad? I was like, this show, these people are going back to another country and getting all of the information about their ancestors. I said, how sad is that that we have family somewhere in in the massive, massive continent of Africa somewhere that Mm. we have whole families that we will never know. And that was so disheartening for me. And yet it's like so much has been stolen. Like yes. can we at least own our <laughs> can we at least own our struggle <laughs> as well? Like it it's almost like it is our it is our genetic right, I feel like, because mm. all of us who are still here are the survivors. We are the yeah. ones who through all of it have remained and we are still enduring. Like let us can we just have that? That's the only thing right now, that which is,
0: is why hours. Which is why it feels so just disgusting when someone tries to co op that because it's more yes. than just a look. It's more than you just being able to, you know, have a little whatever. It's it's a it's a, like you said. It's a genetic makeup is that mm-hmm. even though we know race is a social construct and there's no biological underpinnings right. of race but it's a very it's a social reality right. so to yeah. think you can yeah. just like hop in and take a piece of that just for your own like whatever like not because like I would understand that she was selling a product then I'm like okay I get it greed people do stuff greed all the time but like I don't even know what you wanted out it. of this other than attention and to feel like you could mm-hmm. because she was Jewish she had a community like you have a history She has a there. community you have a very culturally rich history already but anyway let's not make this about jessica We have the wonderful dr Wright, dr
3: sarah go
1: ahead and put up amazon now you all please go and support i have already heard that this book is a game changer i have it i
0: haven't started reading it yet but it's on my night well it was on my nightstand i don't know where it is now Um, But I definitely have heard that it was a game changer in the the world of trauma, that this is going to be the book to kind of to set it off. So I'm super
1: excited to read it. I'm excited. I'm actually going to read it myself. I'm trying to get um, we we add we recommend textbooks to our students. So um, one of the areas that we um, our students have wanted more is in the area of dealing with trauma. So I have to read it first, finish reading it, but that is absolutely on my list to make it one of our recommended readings for our students. Thank you.
4: One of the things I really appreciated is um, I got to talk about all aspects of trauma. So writing a book was its whole own adventure. Uh, But one of the things that really strikes me is how we assume trauma is this one big bad thing Mm -hmm. and neurobiologically consistent little hard things. Like That's where the idea of racial trauma comes from. And mm-hmm. that has been around for years. And I think mm-hmm. just now are people starting to even discuss it? Um, and so neurobiologically, it's the buildup every day of am I being followed? And am I getting microaggressed? Am I being like, my culture is taken, like, all yeah. of these things on a daily basis, and so, like Erica, hearing you talk, I know you're a funny human, and you can put a humor spin on things. And like, I feel the real in that. Mm. Like, I feel the real in how this affected you. And you don't know this woman. You don't. You're not affiliated with George Washington. And just on a daily basis, like, am I going to open the news and see somebody who who looks like me who's just gotten murdered again?
2: Right.
4: I, I don't see that. Mm-hmm. I don't have that stress every day, and. And so then, you know, I hear a lot of white people say, well, like, well, my life is hard too. Yes, life is hard. And guess what? When you're swimming upstream, nobody's standing on your back while you're doing it. Exactly. Like, and the yeah. same, you know, people who are genderqueer and get stared at everywhere you go. Yeah. People asking, I've never once been asked in my life, what are you? Mm. And I've had yeah. friends, one of my very dear friends is Laotian. And mm. I, would, you know, she, people will ask her, what are you? She's like, I'm a psychologist. They're like, no, I mean, what are you? She's like, I'm a mom. I love it. I love it, man. And so I think for me, as I'm a first generation college student, and I think it's important that people know what's normal, so we stop judging each other.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure, man. I will say, Sarah, that I have referenced your episode probably the most out of all Mm -hmm. the episodes we've done because sex one comes up. We we covered. You know, a lot of stuff in your yeah, episode. We, we did. Episode. Yeah,
1: we, did.
0: <laughs> we talked about you know the the racial elephant in the room, working with the you know a, a therapist of a different racial background, but also just what we get wrong about sex. And I have referenced that I know, and I've become that person. So I have a podcast. Here's this episode <laughs> when friends have asked about like how to talk to their children. Hey, here's this mm-hmm. great. I mean, I have linked to that. That episode was so just awesome. informative. Yeah. So I definitely appreciative of all appreciative all the gems that were dropped. So many.
4: Mm-hmm. So, so many. much fun.
2: Were there yeah. certain things that you enjoyed talking about during
4: that episode? So um I'm gonna have to redirect your question because that's not <laughs> the question I thought about. Oh yeah. Redirect. I thought about when I when I, when I heard y'all are doing this, I thought this was so cool. And I just thought about what stood out to me. Hmm. And the thing that stood out to me that I have thought about and talked about a lot since then is when it was acknowledged that there are no black female psychologists in private practice yeah that to me was one of those where it was like wait what and so i kept thinking about all these people i know and it's like well, i know a couple of therapists so even mm-hmm. that a couple, literally one hand and i literally know five black female psychologists none of them in private practice none of them open to see people and then i thought how lucky i got to be to sit down with the three of y'all, huh. like, what an honor for me to get to share your space and to be invited into that, and that to me was just the most profound thing. I don't remember nine tenths of what I said. <laughs> I remember so much of what y'all talked about, and and, and just the 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 frustrations with it, mm-hmm. and like the the lack of visibility, and and it was just very humbling all around. I was I continue to just be so honored to be in y'all's mix. Yeah. Thank you. It's you Thank yeah. you. Thanks no, too. that's that real. So like,
2: cool. we talk about that all the time. You know, I think we literally had another one of those where Are all the black psychologists in Columbia conversations, maybe even two weeks Last ago. week. It was the last yeah. time we recorded.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Um, because there isn't, you know, there definitely. Aren't any in the area that are practicing, right. that are doing therapy, that are you know seeing clients, outside and, and of it's agencies. unfortunate. Yeah, outside of agencies, right, mm-hmm. right, um, and it's really unfortunate, you know. But one thing that is really helpful, and I'm going to put um, Dr. April on the spotlight is. That we do have one that has started seeing patients <laughs> here in Columbia. Uh, and so, thankfully, you know, we, we do have um, our very own Dr. April who has started yeah. to um, see patients. I'm not going to speak for you because you're right here. I hate when people do that to me. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, my name, I am now able to be booked through, the, I'm part, doing part-time work at a group practice. And it's very part-time because this is probably the worst time to try to see clients with what's going on at <laughs> work. Work, um, yeah. but I need to go ahead and get these hours out the way. But yeah, I'll start seeing clients. Um, I mean, awesome. they can already be booked on my schedule, so I'm excited to get, get back into the group practice and into the clinical room. So I don't forget these skills before being there. Like, so what? What are we talk about? Am I? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Do I go first? Can it's you? like riding a bike.
4: <laughs> You're be fine. Good for you. I'm very happy to hear yeah. that. Good. You yeah. Yeah. So that, so yeah. It makes me think of something actually Dr. Shari said before she was Dr. Shari. And I remember oh, having, yeah. I remember having conversations about introducing ourselves as doctor.
3: Mm. And that
4: weird. And Shari said something I'll never forget that you said you had a conversation with a friend of yours and they pointed mm-hmm. out how important it would be for young black girls mm. to see a black woman say, I am Dr. Shari. Yes.
5: And I it gives
4: me goosebumps even just remembering that. I remember that from your internship year. Wow. And so so I think there's just so many subtle ways that y'all put out influence that will have ripples that you probably never get to hear about. And like, Shari, every time we've had an intern of color, I tell them that story every time. Wow.
2: Wow. No, because that's very real. You know, that's very real. It's things that we have to think about. You know, do we go by a doctor so and so and how important it is to like carry that those two simple letters you know yeah. or those three letters behind your name like how important it is not just for for you but also for the culture you know yeah. to be able to carry that and to be able to stand in a room and say like yes this is this is who I am and what that can mean for future generations um current generations you know yeah. Yeah, that is
0: that's so interesting because it is something I still wrestle with feeling comfortable. Like it doesn't sound like me when people refer to me. I'm just like, who? who oh, talking to me? Okay. So I have coworkers who that's all they will call. <laughs> like it's like, hey, Dr. April. Like, oh, okay, all right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I notice our um, the custodial staff um, at my office who have been my biggest supporters today because I I was always there working late. Like Mm -hmm. I would, they would leave me there sometimes. So they knew that I was working on something I was working on. And so that when I finished, when I told you, you would have thought that I was related to them, the way they celebrate it. And even to this day, it's like, All right, Dr. Scott, how you doing, Dr. Scott? And I'm just like, Oh, that's not but but being comfortable and owning it. Um, mm-hmm. like it took me what three, three, four months to even take my degree out of the packaging. Like it just sat there for a wow. while. And I was like, I'm gonna unpack that one day. Part of it was this fear that Auburn was gonna call and be like, Hey, remember that class? <laughs> no ma'am. No. <laughs> Look, you tell them I'm gonna have to come get this because it's on my
1: wall. wall. (laughs) Right. Right.
0: I was like, no, somebody's gonna read my dissertation, and they're gonna call the clearinghouse people and say there is no way that you all should have let her. Like it was all these fears of like, no, let's wait, let's just make sure it's real, let's just make sure it's real, honey. It's real, honey.
2: It's Mm -hmm. real. Well, we are so happy to have you with us, Sarah. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Sarah will definitely, look, I'm speaking it into existence. In year two, we will have Dr. Sarah back to talk more about <laughs> amazing uh, her amazing work, just amazing things. Um, we are super excited. We've got a couple of people who went and um, already got your book. Already so. got your book. Yes. Yes. You. We should do like a book
4: club.
0: Yeah, yeah. we should. Oh, that would be
1: awesome. <laughs> we could yeah. use the Zoom
0: account, Shari. <laughs> yes.
2: Please help me use the Zoom account I'm paying for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you so, a from a book
4: club meeting. So that. Yes. Uh, and it uses because my brain works in pictures. So it uses metaphor. So if somebody's not super science-y. I tried to make it just kind of like real life because that's how we have to help people know stuff.
0: Awesome. How, how are we on, on time? I have a question. Yeah. Can you quickly explain cortisol? That's a concept in your book that I love. Is so, that too uh, long so, uh, to, to try to? No, it's basically, no?
4: Okay. I don't like the word trauma because, like I said, racial trauma. So if somebody's like, oh, really? You're traumatized by being, bl-, well, actually. So I think then people look at the event. So cortisol is just when a brain is so soaked with cortisol, it just doesn't operate the way it traditionally does. Mm-hmm. And it's a continuum. So cortisprinkled, sprinkled, sprinkled with enough cortisol, cortisaturated, hudging and trudging. But I'm getting stuff done. Cortis soaked. I'm shut down like I'm mm-hmm. full. There's nothing. And so um, so it's really it uses the metaphor of rain throughout the whole book. To just sort of make it make sense and when we have a little bit of distance from something loaded it just helps us get it a little better it lets our whole brain show up yeah. which is if we've been stressed on a daily basis Knows sometimes it's just hard to think Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes for <laughs> sure for sure
2: and i think it's, it's helpful for people to see it in those types of like descriptions you know mm-hmm. because i think it, it also can take some of the fear away from being able to identify as someone who has experienced these these experiences that has impacted their brain, impacted them physically, and thus impacting them through their behaviors, through their thoughts, through their emotions. And so I think being able to read a book such as yours can be extremely helpful with being able to say, you know what, maybe I am having some difficulty, not because of who I am as a person, or I'm less than or any of my inadequacies, but because these things have happened to me, I've experienced these things. and so. Thank you for adding to the field. Thank you. Yes,
4: thank you for that. And especially, too, existing in a culture that denies your reality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Not okay. Not Not okay. okay. Yeah. No, okay. y'all though are way more than okay. Y'all are fabulous, <laughs> and I'm just so honored to get to share a little bit of time with you this evening. And you just make me smile so big. Thank, thank you, Sarah. Knew us all all you she
0: knew us all back when.
4: Yes, oh, yeah. Yes. All of yes.
2: us,
0: pre-doctor. So that's right.
2: That's <laughs> we right. We have come a mighty long way. <laughs>
1: <been> good training.
2: <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Sarah. And you guys will be hearing more from her. Check out her book redefining trauma um we will link it in our show episode notes and so you can always just check out her book but we'll also link her um as well because she is also not only an amazing author but an amazing therapist an amazing sex therapist licensed sex therapist um here in the columbia area Um, and so we'll definitely get you guys connected if you want to tell the people how they can find you um on any of like the social platforms or I call it Dr. That e. right.
4: That's most of the handles. And I'm not a huge on the social media person. I'm trying. I'm working on it. And Dr. Sarah E right. I think that's my Twitter and my Instagram. And there. All right.
2: Well, thank you. Bye. Sarah. Bye, Bye, Sarah. Sarah. Bye, Sarah. Bye, That was fun. Oh. Super fun. Super fun. All right. <laughs> Well, that was fun. Again, um, Dr. Sarah was on episode 13. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, so where we talked a little bit about black therap, no, black client, white therapist, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. we also
2: talked about um sexual health and all of those different things.
1: So, right. So I'm on the a- <laughs> today. So um, while we're waiting on our next guest, I wanted to get you guys' um, reactions to um, the idea that no federal agencies are allowed to do any type of diversity trainings um, or anything that is considered um, a racism um, trainings um, as they are considered anti-American. Yes. Um, that
2: was a buzz at my workplace this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we have basically, you know, gotten an executive order that, um, all of those trainings or any training relating to white privilege or critical race theory should be cease and desist, um, mm. as of this weekend. Um, but you know, that hasn't, well, it's basically saying that no federal, um, dollars, no tax pay, no, no tax payers dollars will be given to um, to any of those trainings. And so. We've had you know a couple of conversations about it within my agency. However, there hasn't been any specific direction as far as like what that will look like um, mm-hmm. through um, the agency or what it will look like in the organization. Um, so it's it's a really interesting time right now when that's where we are left. You know, we've been told that you know we can't have any of those trainings. So we're really trying to reposition, figure out what that means.
1: Um, and that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, I think my my thoughts that came was that I understand. That, um, I understand. I, I I can recognize this whole they don't there's this idea that you don't want anything that's related to anti racism anti American because America is a racist country overall. We we it and built on um a hierarchy of races. And so all of our systems have been thought of that. Um, and so I completely understand that if that is, if you see America as needing to maintain this hierarchy system by right, anything anti racism mm-hmm. would be seen as anti American. My thought was a lot of these contracts are likely going to Black people. If they're yeah. contracts, and yeah. so there's this, yeah, I'm not going to give this any, any kind of financial support to any kind of black, brown organization that's going to tell people that they can no hold their racial, racist ideals or highlight that you consider American
0: mm-hmm. and find out
1: that it is, in fact, racism. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I I am still wrestling with it um, on a number of levels um, as a person who loves all things, all things like all things diversity, like race theory. To well, I want to say love all things critical race theory, but just the the conversation and and knowing the value of these types of training. Like it's it's such a we are seeing civilization or we're seeing democracy crumble in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's being allowed, it it is enraging. Like there's rage I feel when I see things like this and that people don't recognize like where this is going because now you are essentially like literally and you all brought up a good point how do you talk about racism without that roof? you can't if i can't talk about how the history of this country was founded and predicated and the success of this country is predicated on racism how the economic yeah. growth of these current billionaires is, can be traced back to racism and slavery then I can't talk about it. So you are now making it illegal for us to tell the truth. Considering what he ran on and what a lot of his supporters, you know, are all about him being, you know, he's, he tells it like it is like, no, he's creating the story that you want this country to be, to be about. And you are now, you are now penalizing people to say, you cannot get paid we have to take your funding, like you brought up a good point. Many you know, of these contract workers are probably gonna be black people or other persons of other racial identities who are gonna feel the brunt of it. And like at what point, like when are we gonna see the writings on the wall?
2: Right, right. So,
0: um this is how dictators, this is how it happens. This is exactly
2: how it happens. It's oh, exactly once how
1: another, it once enough once the number reach, um, I ask. Holocaust level of genocide because I mean how long did it take for people to recognize that no oh, of okay, this is happening? It wasn't it wasn't this huge change that happened incremental. We have seen this from day one being implemented in this country. I was telling someone, I was like, it's so funny that I, I feel like America right now is the wizard from the Wizard of Oz, who the curtain has pulled back on who we really are, and instead of going shoot, I'm caught, we acknowledge that, hey, you know what, I am just a regular man, we're still trying to act like, no, no, no. I'm the wizard. Remember, we're still this great, wonderful, and instead of saying, you know what, let's look at our limitations, let's acknowledge truth here, and move forward. Yeah, It's like, when are we that. But that has never happened? been a part of
2: our history as America, to, to acknowledge <laughs> what is happening and move forward. Our history as Americans has always been about erasing parts that we're ashamed of, right? And, and that's exactly what this is. It's, it's an erasure of parts that carry shame and guilt, as opposed to being able to say this is a part of what built our country and what are we now going to do about it, right? And so it, it's, it's really unfortunate. It's extremely unfortunate, especially being on this side of, of, of seeing how much federal organizations can be impacted by, by racism. And it's really unfortunate for the people that are being served by these organizations, as well as the people who work there day to day. Um, Mm -hmm. Because that is, is where a lot of the impacts are going to happen. You know, um, the people who work there day to day and are experiencing these things in their day-to-day work lives and now are being silenced. And it's being policed on how they talk about it and how it's discussed.
0: Um, oh, get me out of oh, yeah. here! <laughs> <laughs> right. Why has thou forsaken me? <laughs> I told you we the river app, y'all.
2: We got oh, left time. We, we,
1: <laughs> we have been left behind. We have been then. left behind.
0: <laughs> Jesus, come, I come back for us. My stuff I didn't do growing up, so I get to heaven, and now this is how I get repaid. <laughs> Well, ladies, we are now
2: joined by some other special guests. You know, we're going to mix it up a little bit, bring some gentlemen to the floor. I feel like I've been watching too much, like, P-Valley. Bring some gentlemen to the stage, you know? So we're going to bring some gentlemen to the floor, to talk a little bit about um, their episode. So these two amazing, amazing psychologists were on episode 14, The Truth About Masculinity. And that's when we talked a little bit about masculinity. We got some really great perspectives about how um, Black men are managing their mental health. Um, They gave us some really great um, information on like redefining masculinity and being able to take control of that term and use it in a way that is beneficial for for black men and just for the culture and so i'm going to bring forth dr napoleon Wells, yo 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 and also dr sterling watson here tonight bro,
3: bro, what's up family can you <laughs> can you
1: hey 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 yes, we can hear you Sweet.
3: perfect perfect you know what, this is really odd because the last time we were together, we were together. And so this is really kind of yeah. odd to be here mm-hmm. together on uh, the video conferencing thing. It's just. I know. Just
2: the last time we were very new normal. Yeah. 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 So it's good to see y'all though. I feel like I haven't. First, Dr. Watson, some, I haven't seen
5: oh, Griffin, you it's it's we need to work.
3: <laughs> it does feel like a long time, doesn't it? Two thousand nineteen,
0: yeah. It's been yeah. a minute. Wow. Yeah. I was looking on somebody You said what? What did you hey, say?
5: Favor? Favor. What did you say?
0: No, I was trying to catch up, catch what you said. Sound like you said we need to work more.
5: Oh, yeah. No, listen. I think we all need to work more together. That's why I'm scheming.
3: Oh, let's go. Yeah, I think every
5: time we get together we cause great and beautiful trouble, great and terrible trouble. Good trouble. Uh, we, I love good trouble. We, we yeah, we need to get together more often and just start some for for any reason.
0: I agree, Napoleon, wow. you and I are going to have to come to an agreement about these these music battles
5: though. Mm, no, I don't think we will. Um I would <laughs> I, I would suggest that there is room for our various points of view as it was in episode 14, you know, I think us bringing our very rich and varied opinions and, and feelings, and our backgrounds to the table is what made the episode a great one. So, okay, you know, uh, I tried to. I at, yeah, at some point.
3: Okay. <laughs> Touche. <Two-shay. laughs> Shari, when you said that I, you hadn't seen me in 2019, I was thinking to myself, man, I showed a miss a wedding this uh, summer. Who got married? Uh-huh. Who got married? Erica got
1: married?
3: Erica
0: yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. got
1: married. Yeah. I Yeah. Okay. It was it It was so sad. I I really y'all listen. The plan for that was so big. And when I had to cut that thing down because of COVID numbers, it was it it was unfortunate. You know what? When when all of this when we when we have beyond the rivers of of COVID (laughs) nineteen, there is there is a party it, it, i'm gonna have a special party since <laughs> we keep talking about we make a black it, girl will save the uh, world yes, yes. <laughs> listen it, it's gonna be it's gonna be big I, i'm telling you it's our plan it's in the work mm-hmm. oh yeah
3: yeah I'm, happy, I'm glad to have a party oh, oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So you all are probably one of my other favorite episodes, one, mm-hmm. um, because of the different perspectives, you know, although Erica, Shari, and I are, you know, three different women, three different personalities, there are certain things mm-hmm. that we just can't speak on with, you know, a certain mm-hmm. level of experience and expertise. So it was really good having you and, um, and Dr. Sterling on to share your perspectives and I, I enjoy, you know, differing views and being able to just kind of discuss and see where people are coming from. So I really enjoy the episode because um, it's something that comes up all the time, the idea of masculinity, particularly around Black men. So it's a time—it's a timeless
5: topic. Yeah, um, Brother Sterl, bro, what, what do you think about the episode? I wanted to jump in, but I'll go on behind you, bro. Our episode? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel
3: like we... We we just we just started the um, the conversation, man. We were at the tip of the iceberg, you know, and there is so much depth I think in really understanding and redefining how we consider and think about masculinity. Uh, I think that um, we are at a really interesting intersection, you know, in time and in history, um, where um, because of what Shari, Erica, and and uh, April were talking about prior. You know, with um, this question about diversity uh, and diversity training, you know, being um, the word I want to use, being terminated, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, from being taught um, that Mm -hmm. we maintain a value and belief as a U.S. culture, you know, in the hegemonic masculinity frame that has been the frame for this country. That continues to oppress. Um, that's a whole another side, but you know that—that's mm-hmm. where my thinking about where we were going, you know, in mm-hmm. some ways, mm-hmm. was that it's such a huge discussion, especially for black men attempting mm-hmm. to own what is truly our masculinity mm-hmm. and not the masculinity of a slave master that has mm-hmm. worn its evil, mm, its. Prejudice, what you mean. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah, no, I'm, think yeah. on
3: it, brother. It, it's psychopathological, yeah, hold mm. on a country, mm.
5: okay. and as a country.
3: Please, <laughs> As a country, the psychopathology of white supremacy, the, the, the psychopathology that is the American culture, right, plays a significant role into what we know as and what we experience in our, quote, unquote, masculinity. Um, and so a uh, huge topic to, you know, kind of really yeah. talk about and navigate, but it's
5: yeah. just so much to it. Um, no, Um I, I think what was interesting and I think really beneficial about the conversation that we had in the episode was that very often the conversations about masculinity, especially when brothers are involved, I think I look at us as silent and sexualized, right? Mm. We, we know yeah. that we have a presence and very often it's That's talked true. about, but we aren't often leading the conversation or engaged in the conversation and we aren't constructive in the conversation. And above all else, I thought our conversation was very constructive. We didn't, and I didn't feel obligated to be right. And in a lot of instances where brothers and sisters or men and women are in the same space, there's always, I think, the pressure to sound right. Let me make sure Mm -hmm. I know all of the terms. Let me Mm -hmm. make sure that I make space and hold space. Listen, I say hold space 80 times a week. I still don't totally know what it means. (laughs) <laughs> all right, like I know what it means to make space, but, but someone listening would be like, oh, I know what holding space means. Well, then tell me, because I don't completely know fully. But I think the space that we had as a group, um, and Erica, I regret that you weren't there with us physically, but me you too, was I, was
1: with us I actually was spirit. a after, I mean, I was all in. It was a great episode. I mean, I watched, I mean, I listened while I was even being recorded. It was great, I, right. I wanted to right. chime in, but it was a great episode. Of yeah, I, this year.
5: I mean, I, I think we, we got busy, you know what I'm saying? We rolled the balls out and you know, we started shooting at the hoop, you know, we just went after sure. it. And and sure. I look at a lot of what is happening with regard to our president. Mm-hmm. What I would say is that the answer was never gonna come from the work we do in federal spaces anyway. Yeah. And I regret yes. that there are so many brothers and sisters that are going to lose income. Um Heck, there's a couple of things I'm go- oh <laughs> now <yet. laughs>
0: yeah yeah
3: yeah but right.
5: Right. right but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think a lot a lot of the answer is going to come from the work that we do outside of those spaces a part mm-hmm. of our revolution has to be in a part of I think our resistance to oppression has to be an entirely different way of going about earning the attention and the trust of the public, and it is going to have to come from us even resisting the edicts of the White House in anything mm-hmm. that is coming from our leadership. Um, I'm frightened about a second term because as I think about it, what Hitler was in power from 33 to 45, and it was Ooh. in that second four years of his 12 when he really kind of affirmed it. That's when Hitler Youth came about. That's when he went about the business of tightening the yep. stranglehold. So I think above all else, here is where the fight is, right here, You know, preparing yes. ourselves for greatest resistance. And, yeah. and it starts with us five right here because we're attractive, we're brilliant. Hey. We are <laughs> hey. intelligent in ways that the, the general public needs us to be. So I don't know how the answer doesn't start with us that literally is what i'm
3: saying
2: mm-hmm. it's gonna have to it's gonna yeah. have to. we can't leave it up to other we can't leave it up to other spaces mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah and i think what this this new ban is reminding everyone of is that you know we can't depend on systems kind of what you're saying napoleon we can't depend right. on systems particularly that we're not running mm-hmm. to be at the forefront because as soon as they say uh uh-huh, uh that's enough That now mm-hmm. you know then, then you're limited so going yeah. back to being creative and um I'm am just a big fan of um, I had an old mentor say bloom where you're planted you know that wherever mm-hmm. you're planted that's where you bloom so if you mm-hmm. are in mm-hmm. the high school there's something you can do in high because I'm not teach I'm not going to talk to high school students about critical race theory not in that mm-hmm. language
3: no, you know, not, in I, that way. not
0: in that mm-hmm. language right so there are still ways to still teach this yeah. to get this information out there um, and just recognizing you know having your own the value of having your own spaces so when you say whole space I'm mm-hmm. thinking like. Is holding space. Yeah. But having those spaces and platforms.
5: I mean, if you though. If so. Yeah. So,
0: yeah.
5: So.
3: I, I think that we hold space all, you know, in our different ways that, you know, hopefully speaks to, you know, um, and hopefully creates more space for others to create space. Um, mm. I think that, you know, um, again, we're at a, a really major intersection in time where we have to do more. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I agree with you, Napoleon, that, you know, it's, it starts here, man. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, can't, we can't sit and wait around for folks to, you know, assume the responsibility when we can hold that. And that is yeah. holding the space, the responsibility for, you know, and to use your language, April, to, to bloom, you know, where we're planted. Um, And I think that if we do that, then we can continue to move forward uh, and create, um, you know, a knowledge, and awareness and an action, right? It's cool to have the knowledge and it's cool to have the awareness, Mm -hmm. but the action, right? You know, Mm -hmm. what we do with what it is that we know and what it is that we've come to understand about the culture that we live in that continues to oppress and suppress those who are wanting to expand and grow with regards to diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we've got we've got our we've we've got our work ahead of us. Um, yeah.
5: but it is time to do that work. Got some work to do. Brother, had, one uh, of the, I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Erica go right ahead please.
1: I was just gonna say one of the common things that we all have is we also have access to plant the seeds for the younger generation um to also do the work we know historically is young people who really kind of led the charge in a lot of the change that we we saw in our community, and so each of us, in our own right, we have access to those brilliant young minds. Um, so not only can we, you know, hold the space, but we can teach them how mm-hmm. to do so as well, and empower them to to go out and continue that work.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I had a mm-hmm. I had an older brother stop me a few years back, and it was uh, after a speaking engagement, and I had been particularly rough with the audience. Um, rough with my language and rough in my approach to them. At least that's what some of them said in Q and A, right? Like I didn't perceive it as <laughs> being rough. But one like of you the whole Bruh, you know, <laughs> the thing that he said to me that stuck with me and it's what I bring to conversations I have with our young is all weapons for all wars. And when mm. I thought about like, all weapons for all wars and I asked him about what he meant by it, he was like, no, bro, we have enough brothers who walk in and they have the vocabulary and they have the understanding and they're dressed well and they speak to us in places where we're comfortable. We need exactly mm-hmm. what you bring, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have thought about how many of our young silence themselves because maybe they feel that their hair isn't right or their pants aren't up around their waist and they feel like their vocabulary isn't sound. And we have many of our young women who feel like they aren't necessarily respectable enough. And many of our elders feel that they haven't accomplished enough. Mm -hmm. And one of the contributions I try to always make and bring with me is like, bring everything that you are because your presence is a kind of resistance to that thinking Mm -hmm. that has Mm -hmm. been taken to us that some part of you is deficient. When in actuality, bring that that's precisely what the ether needs is us fighting back with all that we are. So a lot of the conversation all of us have, not just me, but all of us have, I think is bringing it to every level and every in yeah. and mm-hmm. and that i think is kind of one of the things that was great about our episode and it's one of the things that is great about us as a group is we represent all weapons for all wars like every one of us bringing our particular skill set
3: right come
0: mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. all weapons mm-hmm. for all wars
5: if i was going to get another tattoo, that. that would be it that might be the right enough, enough.
0: i'm not yeah. i said if i, I don't like
5: I don't
0: like pain, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
1: get a T-shirt man. I no, get a T-shirt.
3: There's, there's
5: yeah. an address symbol that is close t-shirt. to that, so. Okay. I'll rock with that. Oh yeah. And
0: yeah. I heard they have skin numbing spray
5: too. That ain't no. the way to do that. Go ahead
1: and just do it. Go on, do it. Just do hop in that thing. You gotta
5: go go happen. Don't play. You're From Alabama, don't play at all. Go ahead and do it. <laughs>
1: Because I am from
0: Alabama, I have dealt with another <laughs> thing <pain> in my own <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <have> know. <laughs> really. I mean, you got to bring my Alabama
5: in. You have a portion. My <laughs>
0: more. Um, <laughs> really good. I, I love, love that that statement statement about bringing all your full self to the table. And um, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that to exist is a sign of protest. Sometimes your mere existence, just being who you are. And mm-hmm.
5: all versions of it. So definitely, definitely thank you. Take um, up all the space. Take up all, yeah. this you, you
0: Take all
5: be, the be, be as ruckus as you can when you get there. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. There you go. That was good. There you go. I love that. That was good. Yeah. Um, so make sure y'all go back and listen to that episode. We we had some very good conversations around masculinity and, and even a little bit about dating. We touched on that a little bit, but just more so the,
2: the various
0: dynamics and the after that was conversation. Good. That, that didn't the after good. conversation. We should have
2: recorded a, the, after the
0: after conversation.
3: After conversation for what? That was a that powerful one. one. That was a <laughs> were right. one. That was wild, that yeah. Conversation was like, we need to have more conversations. We need to have <laughs> more conversations. Listen,
1: we need to have more conversations. I, I always yeah. say, I say, y'all, we just need to hit play. I mean, hit record and just go. Like, go. Yeah. The, go. just a natural yes. flow of what comes out. You we'll know, do it. The podcast even got started. It was this podcast started from us sitting around having a conversation. Shari didn't tell me that she hit record, right? So I see. Back And listened to it. And we we're like, oh my god, we were talking about things, but we were just sitting around, just just rapping, you know. And it was like, we need to like record this that we talk about. So yeah, those conversations are important. Yeah, we definitely got to do a part two. Yeah, yes. yeah. So if y'all yeah, want to hear
2: outtakes, then we're gonna have to start putting some outtakes in season. Well, in year two, we're gonna have to start yeah. with mm-hmm. some outtakes. So
0: make it. No, I love
3: mm-hmm. the
1: shirt. I love the shirt.
5: That, that that shirt that shirt is hot, bro. Bro, you know me. Listen, I always have something on.
3: I, I know that's right
0: <laughs> love, it. love it love
2: it well thank y'all so so much for coming Pleasure. we will Pleasure. definitely have y'all back for sure we appreciate for y'all sure. spending some time with us you know um love y'all being on episodes of course y'all always bring some some amazing insight to things that you know us three you know we we just may not have um, the perspectives mm-hmm. to see. So mm-hmm. we're we're always excited to bring y'all on mm-hmm. and to have you guys talk a little bit about some of 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 how it is to be a, a black man, to be a black psychologist, a black male psychologist, all of those things, all of those father. things. black fathers, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Just all of that, you All know, we're yeah. learning from you. And,
5: and, and, and accepting accepting that we're light-skinned. Shari brought me to that point. So Shari, I appreciate <laughs> yes. you. For that, this dude
2: keeps <laughs> saying like, that he's I not light-skinned.
5: Napoleon, yeah. no, no, look, look at everybody no, else no, on the
0: screen, no, no, sir. No, no, Check no, us no, out. No, he said
5: no, he's accepted. Shari, don't rub it in and Me and Dr. Erica are pretty close, man. That, me and Dr. Erica are pretty close, I would say. No, because okay.
0: me and Dr. Erica are pretty close. So That's is not so. I'm
5: looking line. at Dr. Erica right now, and her the earrings line. are reflecting off line. of her skin. Not even the light, the earrings reflecting off of her translucent <laughs> skin.
2: You're going to have to look yeah, out. I'm You're going to sure. have to look out, Napoleon. Somebody going to walk up to you and be like, who are your people?
5: Are you really are. Really are. I'm going to get Corey Booker. That's what's going to happen. They're going to do research on me. I'm going to get Corey
3: Booker.
5: <laughs> 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 all right, Love you. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. i you guys. You know,
3: continue to do right. what y'all do. Love do it, y'all. Thank right. you, Bye, thank y'all. You. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> love love
2: love when we bring them on oh,
0: absolutely
2: love it alright y'all that is the end of part one of our one year celebration join us next week for part two we've got more surprise guests we've got more great conversation we look forward to you hearing it